Welcome to Master the Pause with Marion Moss. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello, uh, this is Mar- Marion Moss of Master the Pause. I'm your host. And uh, Master the Pause is the way to expand your consciousness. And it's through the control of your inhalation and exhalation. In these podcasts, my guests use breath consciousness as a way to work with their own health or with clients and patients. The experiences of the use of the breath are broad and life-changing. And today, uh, we actually have uh, a professional swimmer with us today, uh, Nicholas Cruz. And welcome, Nick. Thank you for for being with us. Yeah. I just want to fill in the folks about, uh, about you. You are... You are actually my teacher. You and your mother are my teacher at at my swim cl- club called Marin Aquatics Masters in Novato. And um, Nick, you'll have to fill us in in a minute about the the different organizations, the Marin Aquatic and U.S. Masters and all of that, please. Sure. Uh, yeah, good. He's 22 years old. He's been coaching master swimming and USA swimming for four years, and he's been a swimmer all his life. And he's currently a student at Sonoma State University studying communications. And uh, Nick, tell us some of your accomplishments. And then we'd love to hear about your story, how you got into this. And did you, is your family, everybody's into swimming. Your mom is definitely uh, very experienced. How did Put it all together for us, please. Well, so my my whole we're not a super swim family. Like my dad swam in college a little bit, and then he swam um, a tiny bit when I was a kid, and then sort of fell off. But my mom's been coaching swimming for uh, many many years now. Um, basically, as soon as I started swimming, she got really uh, into it as well. Uh, and my sister always kind of followed me through swimming. She did a lot more water polo. I never got into water polo. I was kind of stuck in the swimming groove the whole time. But uh, yeah, overall, our, our whole family does do a little bit of swimming. Awesome. Awesome. Would you uh, tell us also how, um, how you got started? Do you remember your, your first swim and how you I got do. into all of that? Yes. Yeah, so my, um, the reason I started swimming was I was having a lot of issues with asthma as a kid. Um, I, was, I wasn't able to be around people who were smoking. I was having issues breathing, like pretty constantly throughout my day. And, um, my doctor had recommended to my mom to put me in a swim program or some kind of sport. Um, but she recommended swimming specifically. So, um, I signed up for a swim team, couldn't get across the pool. I think I was like sobbing in the mini lane (laughs) with the kickboard. Like me, like I am today. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're much better than I was as a five-year-old, but yeah, I was, I was only like five and a half and, um, I could only kick with a kickboard. And before I knew it, I was kicking 60 laps across the pool and, you know, just having a really good time. Yeah. I see that swimming is really good for anybody that likes counting. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of staring uh, at a black line and counting. <laughs> wow. That's the secret. Well, your <laughs> asthma, how is your asthma today? I, I pretty much don't have any symptoms of asthma anymore. It was really like a, um, I I guess it was kind of like a phase I went through where I I just had um, 
it was pretty severe as a kid. And then as I started exercising more and swimming more, um, it started to go away. But when I was like 16 or 17, it came back pretty hard. Um, I had an inhaler for a while. Um, but ever since then, I haven't really had any issues. Do you know what uh, produced that? I mean, just to get a little bit off the topic, because I know people, there are a lot of people with asthma who would be mm-hmm. interested in knowing what what uh, uh, caused the asthma to come back, if you know. So I think that might have just been um, a lot. Of, I was doing a lot of travel meets um, in, to indoor pools where there's a lot of chlorine in the air and it just causes uh-huh. a lot of irritation. And that was when it would really come back. Um but in general, I think that my asthma was mostly from allergies and from um, when I was little, just not having enough exercise, just not using oh, them Oh, enough. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, um, I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in knowing that. So um, you had some, a lot of successes uh, in swimming. Are you, are you, do you have any, uh, um, any ambitions at this point? Can, can you fill us in some of your ambitions? the things you've uh, yeah. we need to congratulate you for and oh. <laughs> things you we will be congratulating you for. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I swam for a long time and I was, um, I was looking to um, swim in Olympic trials at one point was my, my main goal. Um, but I, I didn't end up uh, being able to do that. I, um, I was able to swim in open water nationals in Florida uh, for one year. That was super fun, super hot. <laughs> um, wow. The water was like 85 degrees. It was miserable, wow. but a really good experience. Um, I was able to go to, uh, I was able to qualify for winter nationals, but I wasn't able to go. Um, and in, in general, I was really just swimming to go swim in college. But by the time I was in high school, I was not able to keep my grades up to a level where any colleges really wanted me. <laughs> so I had to kind of... <laughs> focus on school. I stopped swimming, um, for a little bit and, uh, I haven't really competed since then. So, you know, took a little time focused on my, on my school. And now I'm actually rowing for Sonoma state, which is a total mental shift, which is kind of nice too. Right. Right. That has its a cadence as well mm-hmm. in breath and movement. Absolutely. Big learning curve for me. Yeah. Well, um, you've been giving me some exercises at the pool that make me realize that I have a lot of coordination issues <laughs> and I mean, everything from uh, what, what, what I wanted to do is be able to get across the pool and, in a crawl. I think we all call also call it freestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, and, and get into that zone that people get into. And I know one has to be quite relaxed to do that and get it all together. And, and I guess the rest of it, and your, which all teachers tend to do is say, practice, practice, practice. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it's going to take. But could you touch on uh, the breath part of the swimming? Absolutely. Yes. So um, one of the first things that we teach people when they hop in the pool is um, to blow bubbles. So as soon as your face is underwater, we have you blow bubbles out of your nose and your mouth just so you know what it feels like to breathe out when your face is in the water. Um, Cause a lot of people, when they hit the water, they seize up and they don't want to let out any air. And then when they go up for a breath, their lungs are already full with like used up air. And then they just kind of go and they don't get anything else. So oh. that'll be the first thing that I tell people 
Um, and then after that, it's more about relaxing. So we'll have them do what are called bobs, where they basically just come up, take a breath, and then go underwater and blow bubbles. And then they come up and take a breath and go underwater and blow bubbles. And they just repeat that over and over. Um, and that's sort of what how we get them into the process of breathing. And then once you start learning other strokes, it becomes a lot easier to remember, you know, now I know what it feels like to have my face out of the water and I can actually take a breath. So for you in freestyle, you're already pretty comfortable breathing um, and blowing bubbles. I've seen you do both and you're doing them pretty well. Um, but when we do the freestyle, I know that you're having like some coordination issues, right? But um, right. it's really not too bad. Um, swimming is a lot like golf. Like everything has to be totally precise or else it kind mm -hmm. of feels weird. Um, and what we're trying to do is get you into like a flow state so that when you're swimming that freestyle, you don't have to think about your breathing anymore. Um, Cause for me, when I hop in, I can just swim and I can basically fall asleep while swimming. It's just totally natural to me at this point, but nice. what we're trying to get to is so when you get in the water, um, we can get you through that process and you can get into that flow state a little easier. Yeah. 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 So um, getting my breath, what, what causes me to um, feel like I'm out of breath? I think there's a, there's a word for it. Like it starts with a homeo something or there's something, there's a word for it. Like you get, go out of breath halfway mm -hmm. through and like you, Am I taking too much air in? Am I rushing it? I'm obviously not relaxed. Yeah, you're probably just um, fatigued, honestly. Um, mm. If you're really focused on like um, just getting across the pool, a lot of the time you might not be thinking about how much, how much is my heart beating? How much air am I actually taking in? Um, and how tired am I? You're more thinking about like, okay, these are the six to nine things that coach Nick <laughs> told me to do on my freestyle. Right. And so now I'm tunnel vision on those things. And I yeah. forgot that I'm out of breath. So that happens a lot. And it happens with little kids too, who are like super excited to be in the water. They just kind of zoom forward and then they realize, Oh, I, I really can't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> very good. But very good. That's an easy fix. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I have, I have that goal to, to accomplish that at least until uh, we get I want to do that this winter while, while we're waiting for the new pool to open up. Mm -hmm. We've got super a excited. brand new, super, super pool where the heater's going to work. Just where great. it'll actually work. <laughs> yeah. We'll have an, <laughs> I was hoping it'd be open for winter, but we're going to have a, we're going to have a cold one. Okay. I'll be ready. Um, uh, let's see. I'm just looking for um, ways that um, I also see that we have to do a lot of arm warm arm exercise warming, where the you know you have to stretch the armpits and stretch that stretch. And I'm finding I'm finding the the movement of the arms, and uh, I noticed too that that reaching up also helps me to get breath in. So there is a, a, a time, a real, an optimal time to get the breath mm -hmm. in when there's optimal space to put it in. Is That's that a really good point? Yeah. So when you're stretched out, you have a lot more room to breathe and you have a lot more um, room for your chest to expand um, versus when you're all crunched up. So when we do freestyle specifically, you have, when you're taking your breath, you have one arm up and you have one arm down. Um, and that really helps open up 
your body, open up your chest and you can take a nice big breath. Um, but what's really cool about breathing on your side is that when you're going fast enough, you can actually, um, your nose kind of pushes the water away and you get a little hole right for your mouth to breathe. In oh, there. like a and little air pocket. Yeah. It basically puts in like a little pocket. Your nose is able to, or it's really your head and your nose are able to push water far enough away that you can breathe right in that little pocket. And it's, it feels so good when you get it. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, so typically if you're exhaling, you're exhaling carbon dioxide, right? So, mm -hmm. but that's because it has enough time to mix with oxygen. That, that little bubble has plenty of what you need. Yeah. So, so it's really just, um, you're taking in fresh air and when you're blowing it out, you're blowing out the bubbles. And usually those are behind you by the time that you're taking a breath, like your bubbles are going uh, and you can feel them roll down your chest oh. down your body and then they go elsewhere. So you get a lot of good fresh air, but um, it stinks if you swim in an indoor pool because it's all that chlorine and it just stinks. Ooh, <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's obnoxious, isn't it? Yeah. It's poison actually. It is actually poison. That's so funny yeah. you mentioned it. <laughs> But yeah, I've always liked, I've, I, I've always been an indoor pool hater. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I tried to avoid them too. Um, how does the effect of the development of the lungs and muscles happen if you have a dominant side? So I know, I, I remember working with a client who was an avid swimmer and she had an overdeveloped right shoulder that was obvious looking at her that she was always breathing into one side. And um, I, I, there must be a way to avoid that. Yeah. So that's, that's a really cool point because a lot of people breathe every three. So when you breathe every three, you're constantly switching sides. Like you'll be breathing on the right and then on the left. Um, oh. Cause it's an odd number. You'd be switching off every time. I personally breathe on the right. I hate breathing on the left. It feels really uncomfortable. Um, so I breathe every two to four. Um, it's just depending on how long I'm swimming and how hard I'm swimming. If it's really aerobic, I'll have to breathe every two. And if it's more anaerobic, I can breathe every four. Um, but I have definitely noticed that I'm a lot stronger on my left side because that's, I breathe to my right and I pull with my left while I'm breathing. So that side has just gotten a little bit stronger. Um, but it's never been anything that's noticeable. I've never been able to like see a physical difference between like my muscles on the left versus the right. Um, so that's interesting that you say that. Cause I I've never noticed a swimmer who looks like, you know, lopsided. <laughs> that's yeah. This was so apparent in this person because she would, she would even come in with her wet bathing suit on. I'm a hairdresser when I'm not, when I'm not that's doing right. podcasts, I also mm -hmm. teach yoga and Feldenkrais and Qigong and a number of martial art type things. And uh, this was just so obvious to me, but, but we can uh, just be aware of uh, yeah, if you're, noticing ourselves. Yeah. And, and if your technique is good enough in freestyle specifically, if your technique is good enough, it should be balanced and you shouldn't be having any issues with like being way too strong on one side. Of course, of course. Do you have anything that you want to add uh, for us today? I, I loved your story about your asthma and oh, yeah. uh, that it was so brilliant. I'm, I'm going to um, 
make sure that people understand that movement helped to cure your asthma and swimming happens to be uh, the way that you discovered that. That's so cool. I know I got, I got kind of lucky because it was, um, it ended up just being something that I I like to do too, you know? And, um, and funny enough, like, I guess it's what almost 16, 17 years later. And I'm, um, now I'm still coaching swimming. I'm still surrounded by the pool all the time. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. Do you have your own pool or do you like to swim with, with us every now and then? I love to swim. I'll get in whenever I can. Um, I haven't been in in a while. Um, I've been a little bit lazy, <laughs> but um, does it have anything to do with the forty degrees that's outside? <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but I would love to get back in um, a little bit more frequently. It's just I've been kind of busy with school and rowing, and uh, um, and uh, and every time I'm at the pool, I'm working. So it's like. I don't have a lot of great opportunities to hop in. So. Yeah. Well, you're very, very good. And uh, if people want to learn more about, uh, about us in our area mm-hmm. and they want to sign up, they would have to go to, let's see. I think we call it Marin Aquatic Masters. Yeah. The com. website is marinaquaticmasters.com. And, uh, and how does that uh, U.S. Masters swimming, how's that? different from marine aquatic masters could you explain that oh yeah that's a good question so u.s master swimming is just the um it's the organization that oversees all masters teams in the u.s so masters swim teams we're a masters swim team but masters swim teams are any for anyone who's 18 or older they can come and join this club that are individually run um non-profit swim teams and u.s masters kind of oversees it they uh supply us with an insurance plan so that we don't have to um, worry about that. And um, I see, I see. They they're sort of kind give of us the guidelines um, for stuff too. They're the umbrella for all the clubs called aquatic masters. Just called masters. So it'd be Just U.S. Masters. masters swim teams. Yeah. U.S. Masters swimming. Okay. But they're pretty and, cool, and they uh, they also supply yeah. us with some um, with money and with information for how to do um, adult learn to swim programs. Um, so that we can offer free swim lessons for adults who never got to learn. Wow. Um, and we've run a couple of those and they're super awesome, super fun. Um, but yeah, masters is a pretty good program. Yeah. It has a lot to offer and, and they're all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All over the U S. Oh, awesome. Well, Nicholas, this has been so cool. And thanks for taking time on this first wonderful rainy day we've had in Northern California. Appreciate um, it thankful for the rain i'm always thankful for the rain yes thank you and thank Uh, you for having me it's been such a pleasure i'll see you on wednesday see you on wednesday (laughs) see you at the pool (laughs) okay ciao for now take care